It's 11 o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines, the administration lowers its economic forecast for this year, saying GDP growth might slip into negative territory. The Hong Kong Coliseum is to reopen as a probe into a serious accident at a concert by boy band Mirror continues, and officials say they're working hard to ensure the leave home safe system is operating smoothly. The government has lowered its economic forecast for the year, saying GDP growth could slip into negative territory. Its growth forecast has been amended to a range of between a 0.5% contraction and growth of half a percent. That's down from growth of between 1% and 2% previously predicted. Government economist Adolf Leung said economic performance in the first half of the year was worse than expected and global economic prospects have deteriorated sharply. But he expects the local economy to improve in the second half. Domestically, economic activities should revive further provided that the local epidemic situation remains under control. The consumption voucher scheme will continue to support consumer demand, but tighter financial conditions may have some dampening effect on consumer sentiments and spending. Rising borrowing costs may also make businesses more cautious in undertaking fixed asset investments. The government says the Hong Kong Coliseum is to reopen as a probe into a serious accident at a concert by boy band Mirror last month continues. As Wendy Wong reports, the organiser of the upcoming show has agreed to comply with a slew of safety measures. Two dancers were hurt when a huge video screen fell onto the stage during the Mirror show on July the 28th. One of them remains in critical condition. An investigation task force under the Leisure and Cultural Services Department said after a meeting that it has examined and tested all suspended installations which have been removed from the stage. It said while it's found that metal fatigue had caused a suspension call to snap, members are still investigating whether the device that had been used to secure the video panel or the way it was hung were to blame for the accident. The LCSD also said the Hong Kong Coliseum would be passed to the next hire as scheduled. Its website states that singer Terence Lam will hold six concerts at the venue over the next two weeks. The department said the hire has agreed to comply with safety measures in view of the accident, including a ban on the use of mechanical devices that swing, rotate or carry people. Meanwhile, the organisers of the Mirror Concerts, Music Nation and Make A View, said they will announce the refund arrangement next week after all remaining shows have been cancelled. Officials say they're working to ensure the Leave Home Safe system is running smoothly after some people with the blue code complained they were not allowed to enter certain venues. People flying into Hong Kong are being given an amber code on the app after they complete a three-day compulsory hotel quarantine. The colour of their code will change to blue after four days of medical surveillance, meaning they're free to visit all premises. Here's Deputy Government Chief Information Officer Tony Wong. We already immediately assess and investigate our system to ensure that the code changes operation is uh, operating normally and uh, correctly and to ensure that concerned people will receive the correct colour QR code in order to enter the venues. And also, I also want to appeal to um, venue operator. They must update their code scanning mobile apps to the latest version in order to ensure that this scanner app can correctly assess the customer's presented uh, vaccine pass QR code in order to correctly access their, their code colours in order to uh, allow them to Hong Kong has reported 4,439 new COVID infections, including 217 imported cases. More than 230 COVID patients have been admitted to hospital, including 23 children aged below three. 
Ukrainian officials say there was more Russian shelling overnight of the Ukrainian-controlled side of the Dnipro River from the vicinity of the Zaporizhia nuclear plant opposite. Three people were injured. The former commander of UK and NATO biological, radiological and nuclear forces, Hamish de Breton Gordon, says there's a risk Russia might destroy the facility to avoid Ukraine retaking it. It's a very strategic position. South of there is into Crimea and it looks like the Ukrainian forces are making progress. I think the Russians are using it not only to launch attacks on Ukraine forces, but if they do succeed in getting past, then the Russians claiming that they might blow it up would create an international catastrophe. To the weather forecast, mainly cloudy with a few showers. More showers at first tomorrow, but sunny intervals in the afternoon. Temperatures in the region of 26 to 30 degrees with moderate southerly winds. Currently the observatory, it's 26 degrees Celsius, humidity at 90%. You're listening to RTHK, the time's exactly five minutes past 11. A pandemic advisor to the government, Lao Yulung, has urged parents to get COVID-19 jabs for their young children as soon as possible, saying time is running short to give kids the protection they need ahead of an expected surge in cases in winter. Damon Pang reports. Professor Lao Yulong, head of the government's scientific committee on vaccine preventable diseases, told a radio program he personally would like to see 50 to 60 percent of children who are under three years to get triple jabbed before the winter. In the first week since vaccines became available for kids aged between six months and three years, only around 2 percent of the eligible population had received Sinovac jabs. Professor Lau said this is not good enough, pointing out that at present, children account for around a tenth of all COVID patients admitted to hospital. He's hoping that the expansion of the vaccination program from Monday next week, when jabs for young children become available at all maternal and child health centres across Hong Kong, will lead to a surge in vaccinations. He also says parents can make things easier by booking COVID jabs for their children at the same time as other required vaccinations. When children need to get vaccinated when they're one, one and a half or younger, they can get the Sinovac shots together with other vaccines. This saves time. Parents don't need to make another booking. We need different channels for inoculation so that it's convenient. Professor Lau stressed that the Sinovac vaccine has been proven to be safe and there's no problem with getting the COVID vaccine at the same time as other jabs. The government says it will launch a three-month operation targeting over 600 hygiene black spots starting from Sunday, including those with rodent infestations, water dripping from air conditioners and illegal disposal of garbage. The Deputy Chief Secretary Warner Jerk said officials will also work to strengthen daily cleaning efforts and raise public awareness. Mr Jerk was asked how authorities would measure the effectiveness of their work in improving hygiene. The public will see some notable improvement in around their usual place of work, their place of residence. And I don't think we can be very specific about on a scale of 10. We hope we will raise the, the rating from, say, 5 to 8.5. It's not like that. So whether we need to put in place a kind of index or a formal survey to measure our effectiveness, I think we will consider that at a later stage. Mr Jerk also said authorities would kickstart a second campaign in October to improve Hong Kong's cityscape with the aim of making the SAR more attractive. We have already been in discussion with the relevant departments and we are seriously looking at, for example, some simple things but effective means to improve our city landscape such as 
replacing old, perhaps rather dilapidated road signs, street signs, and also, for example, we are looking at introducing into the different districts new designs of sewer covers. The High Court has sentenced two people to five and a half years in prison for rioting over violent clashes in Shang in 2019 that led to the death of a 70-year-old man who was hit in the head by a brick. Violet Wong reports. Kelvin Lau and Chen Yinting were early acquitted of manslaughter and wounding with intent over the incident outside North District Town Hall on November 13, 2019, which also saw another man suffer an eye injury. Two groups of people had been throwing bricks and other debris at each other when the victim, Luo Changqing, was hit in the head. He later succumbed to his injuries. Judge Estito said while Lao and Chen shouldn't be punished for the charges they were cleared of, that doesn't lessen the seriousness and tragic consequence of the riot, and a deterrent sentence was required. Madam Justice Toe adopted a starting point of six years and deducted half a year after considering that the duo, now aged 19 and 18, lacked proper adult supervision and didn't foresee the disastrous consequences of their actions. The judge also noted that the pair were remorseful for what they had done. Madam Justice Toe praised residents in the area, who she said courageously and selflessly tried to remove bricks strewn across the road as part of a protest, saying they were unsung heroes who displayed the spirit of Hong Kong. She also commended the police, saying the lengthy video footage provided to the court reflected the tremendous effort officers put into the investigation. She said the Hong Kong police force are not only the finest in Asia, but also the entire world. The Shanghai Meteorological Center recorded a temperature of 40.1 degrees Celsius at noon yesterday, making 2022 the year with the highest number of extremely hot days in the city since it started keeping records in 1873. Natalie Ching with the details. Shanghai has seen six days with temperatures reaching or going past 40 degrees Celsius so far this year. Wu Rui, the chief service officer of the Shanghai Meteorological Bureau, said Shanghai residents can expect scorching temperatures in the coming days. It's the sixth day with temperatures reaching or topping 40 degrees Celsius so far in 2022, setting a new annual record. The previous record was five days in 2013. Over the next 10 days, Shanghai is forecast to experience scorching weather. The country's National Observatory has continued to issue an orange alert for high temperatures as an intense heat wave lingers in multiple regions. Authorities said measures should also be taken to prevent fires caused by excessive power loads on wires and transformers due to excessive electricity consumption. To sports and top Hong Kong snooker player Ng On Yi has proved to be a world beater once again, defeating 1997 world champion Ken Doherty to qualify for next month's British Open. As Cecil Wong reports, she did benefit from an amazing stroke of luck to earn her second victory on the World Snooker Tour. The three-time women's world champion faced a tough battle against the Welshman in the best-of-seven contest in Wigan. Ng took the first two frames before the 1997 world champion stormed back by taking the next three. She bounced back to force a final frame, where she proved that sometimes you've got to be good to be lucky. Ng was just two pots away from losing when she hit an amazing fluke, putting in the pink after hitting three banks in a safety attempt. 
she readily admitted it was a fluke, but that was enough to earn her first win of the season, and her second overall since being granted a World Snooker Tour card last year. Ng described her win as one of the best of her career against a great player like Ken. She'll now try to build on her success during the British Open, which takes place in Milton Keynes next month. Football now, and for a look at what's in store for match day two of the English Premier League, here's the BBC's Sani Rujavala. Match day two of the Premier League gets underway this weekend, starting with Aston Villa hosting Everton. Both sides are looking to bounce back from opening day defeats. Champions Manchester City welcome Bournemouth to the Etihad Stadium, hot off a superb performance from new boy Erling Haaland. He scored twice as City beat West Ham 2-0 last time out, and the Norway international is one of many who will test the newly promoted Bournemouth to their limit. Christian Eriksen returns to Brentford as his Manchester United team look to put their disastrous 2-1 defeat to Brighton at Old Trafford behind them. Eric Ten Hag has his work cut out, though. United's away record last season was their worst ever in the Premier League. On Sunday, a sellout City ground hosts its first Premier League game for 23 years as promoted Nottingham Forest host West Ham. And perhaps we've saved the best for last as London rivalries are reunited at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea versus Tottenham. Spurs' 4-1 demolition of Southampton last weekend showed their quality, but Chelsea looked rejuvenated under new ownership. They beat Everton 1-0 last weekend and have been busy in the transfer market. Ex-Manchester City forward Raheem Sterling says he feels at home. Now he's back in London and he'll be looking to impress at the bridge. Hong Kong's marathon record holder Christy Yu says a serious foot injury had forced her early retirement. The runner said she needed time to heal, though she's not ruled out returning to the sport in future. Wendy Wong reports. Christy Yu broke the Hong Kong marathon record in 2019. She finished that race, which came after she took a two-year break for the birth of her first child, in 2 hours 34 minutes and 7 seconds. She pushed that record to 2 hours 31 minutes and 24 seconds in a race in Milan last year, but her time was short of qualifying for the Tokyo Olympics. She had wanted to retire after the Asian Games in Hangzhou, which are scheduled for later this year. But the event was postponed due to COVID-19. The 34-year-old announced her early retirement after participating in the World Athletics Championships in the U.S. last month. She said a foot injury prevented her from training properly. Every time I run, that spot hurts. It makes me feel down and not feel like training. I'm suffering every time. The runner said she'll hang up her running shoes for now and use the time to heal and also to have a second child. A reminder of our top stories tonight. The administration lowers its economic forecast for this year, saying GDP growth might slip into negative territory. The Hong Kong Coliseum is to reopen as a probe into a serious accident at a concert by boy band Mirror continues and officials say they're working hard to ensure the Leave Home Safe system is operating smoothly. The news with Wang Tiajik. Radio 3. Hello everyone, this is your Action News reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket. There seems to have been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir, did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was standing over by the tomatoes and here he come, running through the pole beans, through the fruits and vegetables, naked as a jaybird. And I hollered over to Ethel, I said, don't look, Ethel! And it's too late, she'd already been incensed. Here comes. Boogie there, boogie there. There you go. Boogie there, boogie there. Just as proud as he can be. 
there's an audience to be found. You'll be streaking it round, inviting public critique. Nippy Direction News reporter once again, and we're here at the gas station. Pardon me, sir, did you see what happened? Yeah, they. I was just in here getting my car checked, and he disappeared out of the traffic. Come streaking around the grease right there. Didn't have nothing on but a smile. I looked in there, and Ethel was getting her cold drink. I hollered, don't look, Ethel! And it's too late. She'd already been mooned. Flashed her right there in front of the shop. So. He ain't rude. Boogity, boogity. He ain't rude. Boogity, boogity. He's just in the mood to ride in the noose. Well, oh, yes, they call him the street. Guess you could call him unique. Once again, your action news reporter in the booth at the gym covering the disturbance at the basketball playoff. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, see. Hey, I'm, I was just going down there to get Ethel a snow cone. Here he come, right out of the cheap seats. Dribbling. Right down the middle of the court. Didn't have on nothing but his head. Made a hook shot and got out through the concession stand. I hollered up at Ethel. I said, don't too late. She'd already got a free shot. Grandstand. Right there in front of the home page. Well, yes, they call him the street. Here he comes again. Who's that with it? Ethel. Is that you, Ethel? What do you think you're doing? You get your Massive hits in the mid-70s for Ray Stevens. A couple of quirky tracks that he had in that decade. <laughs> the one was Bridget the Midget. Don't know if you remember that one. Into our second hour, Peter King with you, our marvellous musical magical mystery tour. If you'd like a song, it's Radio Pete and Gmail. Here's Teresa Tate. I'm coming home, I've done my time. Soon be 